Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, on today's episode, we are talking all about the three phases of your customer's buying journey. If you are like so many other clients that come to me wondering, where the heck are my clients? Like, why can't I get more of them? Um, Where are they? And maybe you're even struggling to figure out who they are, what they do, how you can help them. Stay tuned because this episode is just for you. So I'm going to pose a bit of a trick question. I'll ask you this now and I will reveal the actual answer as we go through the actual episode. But I'm curious to know, what do you think is the most important phase of the customer's buying journey? So when your customers are ready to buy or they're thinking about buying the thing that you do, what do you think is the most important phase of that entire end-to-end cycle? Jot that down. Keep that in your mind as we talk about the three distinct phases that I'm going to break down for you right now. So grab your paper, grab your pen. It's a perfect time. You're going to want to take notes for this one because I'm hoping that you're going to get quite a number of aha moments. Now, as we go through, if there's something that just goes, what, in your mind, I want you to share that with me. Tag me on social media. Let me know what was your biggest aha, the biggest breakthrough that you're having as you listen to this very episode. And if you feel called to it, head on over to my um, show notes, my podcast page, and leave me a voicemail. Let me know your thoughts so that I can listen and maybe even share you on an upcoming episode and give you a shout out. So the very first phase is exactly what we discuss at the very opening of this episode, which is attract. Where the heck are they? So in sales lingo, this is all about prospecting. This is about like being a gold miner and trying to dig up the gold nuggets as you go about your day and finding your unicorn clients within all the sea of available prospects. Now, What the heck does that mean to you? It means that you need to know who your ideal clients are, what you do for them, and why they're going to buy from you. These three things combined in this attract phase makes you magnetic. It makes your offer irresistible, and it allows people to buy from you compared to any other person out there. Because remember, we're kind of indispensable. I hate saying that, but... To some extent, I mean, the information is out there, right? There's no shortage of information. There's no shortage of how-tos. There's no shortage of like where to get this stuff. Right now, you could simply go on Google and search for this very thing that I'm talking about right now. So what is it about me and you together that creates a magical combination? Well, it's part of what's happening in this attract phase. It's the fact that I know who you are and I know what it is about you that drives you. And you need to know that for your ideal customers as well. You need to be able to attract your perfect person just as much as you're going to push away those folks 
that really aren't going to benefit from working with you, from getting your services, from taking your courses or your programs, the ones that don't get the best results. If you continually attract those folks to you, there's something broken in this phase of your buying journey. Um, you are doing something wrong in terms of your messaging. You either aren't clear on your ideal customers and that needs some tweaking, or you haven't made really crystal clear the result in the transformation that you help your folks with such that only the ones that want that are drawn to you like a moth to a flame. Okay, so in the attract phase, this is typically where a lot of your marketing efforts are going to come into play. However, as a sales expert, you know, I'm going to throw in some sales, right? Prospecting is very much an active component of your sales process. Prospecting is where you're going out and you're putting yourself in situations and in places and talking to people that potentially could be a really good fit for your products, your programs, your services, your expertise. Now, it's as easy as being able to figure out where they are, whether that's virtually or in person, and simply going to where they are. I know, novel idea, but so many times when I ask clients that come to me struggling with this area and I ask, where are you hanging out? Where are you going in order to meet your potential customers? I get blank stares. So I want you to really think about where are you going to attract your ideal customers? Where are you going? So that is the proactive part, the, where, the piece where you are actually drawing people to you or or uh, going to where people are. And then the other part is where you are putting out marketing information, messaging, information that's helpful that will draw your customers to you. Okay, so there's a push and pull in this phase that will allow you to push the people away that aren't the right folks. And you push yourself into the spaces where you need to be. And you're also pulling people towards you by putting out very strategic, specific content that is designed to only attract the ones that you want. So this is all done intentionally within the systems that I teach to my clients. So phase number one for your customers starting to get ready to buy from you is attract. Stage number two then is once you've attracted all of those people, it's like having a party in your house and having nothing to give them, nothing to feed them. Well, guess what's going to happen? They're going to leave because what they came for isn't what they are expecting. So the second phase is all about convert, converting and conversions. Now, it's okay, don't run and hide if you're thinking, I have no idea what she's talking about right now. That's totally normal because I'm gonna to be totally frank with you, most people aren't really talking about conversions because they're so focused on the attract phase that they want you to get boatloads of people. Well, I'm here to tell you as somebody who built a business from scratch, both offline in my corporate world, as well as online for my own self, and having done it from zero, both times, that it's not as tricky as you would think. And to be honest, you actually don't need thousands or tens of thousands of people to know about you and who you are in order to make this work. In fact, if you have a small but mighty and loyal following, you too, my friend, can have the types of numbers that my clients have had where I've taken you know, April from a 0% conversion to 33% in less than two weeks. That is possible for you as well when you know what you are doing. Now, 
Regardless of what it is that you actually sell, you must have a conversion process. You need to have a system that allows people to actually make the purchase from you. That's all that means. A conversion is a purchase. A conversion is where people buy. A conversion is where people are given the opportunity to learn more about you and to, to actually work with you. So this is where you might invite them onto a discovery call or a sales call or a sales presentation, depending on what you're comfortable calling it. It may be where you're doing a masterclass or a webinar so that people can find out a little bit more and you make an offer, an opportunity to work with you at the end. It may be from you selling from the stage where you're actually having an opportunity to speak in front of hundreds or thousands of people and a select handful are going to be asked to continue the journey with you. It could be a lot of different mechanisms. What's important here is that you know how you want to sell. You know how your buyers want to buy. That is equally as important because when there is a mismatch, guess what happens? Nothing. <laughs> it's not a secret, but nothing happens. And this is the most frustrating. If you have ever taken the time and the effort and maybe even a lot of money to build up an audience, to gather and attract all of those perfect people to you, the ones that you really would be super excited to work with, and you get to a conversion system or a conversion process, and you realize that this is not how your audience wants to buy, well, even for the most well-conditioned expert, it's going to be a struggle. You're going to achieve less than stellar results. If you are able to do this in a way that really is aligned to you, how you want to sell, your personality, as well as your audience, your perfect uh, ideal client that is going to get the best results when working with you, and you're able to figure out where do they want to buy? How do they want to buy from you? What does that actual conversation or interaction need to look like so that it's less transactional? It's less of a ticky-checky sort of activity. It's more personal. It's more connected. And it allows people the opportunity to really think about the decision that they're making here because that's all buying is. Buying is making a decision. I want you to think about the last big purchase that you made. Maybe that's your house or your car or even a luxury vacation. Whatever it is for you, I want you to picture that right now in your mind. And I want you to think about the steps that you took in order to make that purchase. The steps that you took in order to help you make the decision. You know, maybe you took a lot of time to research. Maybe you went around to different places in order to figure out and, and try things out so that you knew how it felt. Maybe you wanted to talk to other people who actually owned that type of product or service. Um, maybe you needed to go and, and, and touch and feel and test it with your hot little hands. I want you to think, how did you buy? Because chances are, if you're clueless around how your audience likes to buy from you, start where you would like to buy. Start how you prefer it, because that is the most easy and natural way for you to sell. If this is a way that you would make a purchase, if you would say yes to somebody else, if they were presenting an opportunity to you this way, so as an example, if you really love
listening to podcasts. I mean, you're listening to me right now with me in your earbuds, uh, maybe as you're walking on the treadmill outside or as you're commuting and dropping off the kiddos to school. Whatever the case may be, you are listening to me. Now, if you love listening and moving through a journey because that is your preferred way, you love to multitask, then by me being able to provide you an opportunity to continue this journey right here on this podcast, which, hint, there is a way for you to do that. Go over and check out the show notes if you're interested in learning more about the, the offers, the programs that I have available to you. Then it becomes much more natural, right? I have purchased from folks that I have had the opportunity to continue to listen to and build a relationship via podcasts. I also have done it through emails as well as video. So I like to purchase in a lot of different ways. You may not be the same. And so what I want you to think about for you is if you needed to figure out how to work with somebody, if you needed to buy from someone and you didn't know maybe a ton about them, at least right now, how would you want to do that? How would you want to do that? Where would you want to go to get that information? How would you actually make the purchase? And let's start there with that piece for your conversion process and your conversion system. The third step to all of this, now that you've attracted your ideal clients and you have uh, you know, a bubbling pool of leads that you can continually make offers to as they get warmer and warmer to you, wherever they are in the actual buyer's journey and the, the actual process of making that decision for themselves, to giving them that opportunity to work with you, presenting that in some way of um, getting more information so that they are ready to buy. So that's your conversion process. So now that they have either said yes or no, then what do you do next? Well, this is where for your buyers, you deliver. You need to actually give them the goods. You provide them with what it is that they actually purchased. So it is really important to make sure that you don't forget about the, the, the third step. And too often, especially in the online space, what I see from experts, from coaches, consultants just like you, is that you are so hung up on where are my clients, how do I get them to buy, that once they finally do buy, that you drop them almost like a hot potato. Is anybody feeling me out there? Because when you fail to have a delivery system, this is all of the customer service, this is the onboarding, the offboarding, the actual provide, like providing the thing, whether it is the service, the program, the product, the whole thing until they are done with you, right? And so for a lot of your clients, they're going to continue to go forward after this moment. They're going to continue to buy. They're going to continue to renew. They're going to continue to work with you, but not if you don't deliver. So what does that mean? It means that you need to really think about all of the different things that you've promised, that you don't overpromise and underdeliver, that you actually have the systems and the tools and maybe even the people in place in order to help you to provide a stellar customer experience. If you've been listening to me for a while now, you know that for me, selling is serving. And the cornerstone of all of this is that you need to do right by your people. And sometimes that means that you need to bless and release. You need to let go of the folks that you can't deliver with. It is completely okay. There have been times where I have had to let go of clients after they've said yes to me and after I've said yes to them. 
Can you imagine? But there are times where you just grow apart or what you thought you were going to help them with is not actually what you want to deliver or what you need to deliver. And as such, you need to actually part ways. So what do I mean by this? Well, there I'm going to share a couple of stories to illustrate how important this part is for you because I know that we've spent a lot of time already on the attract phase of this customer journey, the conversion phase of this customer journey, but it's equally important that you don't forget about this delivery phase because it can damage your business in the long run. And if you're here right now, you're not here for a one hit wonder. You're here for the longevity, the long-term success of your business. And that's very much what I want for you. So back when I was still doing a lot of one-on-one coaching and consulting for my clients, I had started off my you know boutique consulting company and I was working with some amazing, amazing people. Now, most of these women were my dream clients, but as I started to shift and I started to get burnt out, I realized that the output of what I was trying to deliver was not congruent to my life, my entire lifestyle. It just wasn't, I wasn't going to be able to support it. Now, at the same time, one of my clients in particular had realized um, that the thing that I was helping her with just wasn't congruent for her lifestyle. Now, mind you, I'm going to point this out and we'll talk about this in an upcoming episode. I already had a red flag when I had had the sales conversation with her. I had actually pointed it out to her and said, what you want me to help you with is not scalable. It is not sustainable. It's going to work for a short period of time, but beyond that, we need to think about a different strategy. And she didn't agree with me in terms of the fact that it, it wasn't sustainable. She pushed back and said, this is how you've built your business. This is what I want to do. And this is what I want you to help me with. And so because I had done it, because I knew that it worked against my gut, I said, yes. Okay. And so that's how we went into this whole delivery phase. Now, did I deliver? Absolutely. Above and beyond. But at the same time, the same concerns that I had at the original outset, because remember, her situation wasn't the same as mine. She wasn't starting from scratch. She already had an audience. She already had well-established client base. She had all of these different assets that we could fully utilize that we just weren't because she wanted to follow my exact path. Now, I don't I don't recommend that anybody follows my exact path. Like I don't have an exact system for you. I have a framework and I have systems within that framework that will help to meet you exactly where you are based on the things that you bring to the table. And ideally, that's what I wanted to do with this particular client. Now, because she refused and she said, no, this was again in the early, early stages of my business. I just didn't have enough confidence to push back and say, this is not what you want. This is not what you need. And to provide her with what I knew to be best for her business. Instead, we started going down this rabbit hole for the first three to four weeks, kind of spinning our wheels because she really wasn't um, getting it. It was really, really challenging for her because again, we weren't fully utilizing the strengths that she already had in her business, which I kept saying to her until finally, until finally, as I was lying on a sunny beach in Mexico with my husband and receiving the 30th text that morning, pinging off of my phone, I realized 
this is not going to work. This is not the path that she needs to go on. This is not the path I need to go on. And because I wasn't able to deliver the outcome that I was confident in providing to her in a way that felt really light and easy and excited about, we parted ways. Right there, right then, I said, do you have time to hop on a quick call so that we can have a discussion around what is happening? And that was it. And I want you to think for yourself, if you're thinking, oh my goodness, um, you know, I'm not at that point. I don't have the luxury of letting go of clients. You do. You do. Because that one client derailed my business for months. I lost so much faith and confidence in myself because I questioned every decision that I made. And if I had really, really thought about the delivery, the customer service, the follow-up experience that I wanted me to have, as well as the client to have, I would have never allowed her to work with me. I would have never allowed her to work with me without me saying, this is the way that I'm working with you. Here's the path as the expert that you are working with, as the expert that you are asking for help from. This is the way that I'm going to work with you. Now, obviously, there's going to always be a give and take in that relationship. But every time that I have gone against my gut, and I'm going to be sharing a story in an upcoming episode of how this totally bit me in the butt back in my corporate days, it's never worked out. And so don't forget about how important it is to deliver on the promise, to deliver what your customers actually need, not just what they want, but what they need to get the true results. And if they don't fit, it's okay to let them go because this is the biggest detriment for your business and the long-term success and ultimately your reputation as a service provider, your reputation as an expert, your ability to generate results and your confidence and your faith in your own uh, belief of what it is that you do. Because you're now going to be focused on that 1%, that small, small percentage of clients that you can't deliver for instead of the 99% that you actually can, the ones that you wow, the ones that want to continue to work with you so that you keep honing this process and improving over and over and over again. The ultimate success is when you are able to deliver exactly what your clients need, exactly what they want, get them to the point of success such that they want to continue working with you over and over again. I am super grateful at, that I have been privileged enough to have had a lot of my clients from those early, early days, gosh, three years ago now, continue to work with me now. I continue to see and celebrate their success. So the trick question that I asked you at the very beginning of this episode, which one of these phases attract, convert, deliver? Which one? is the most important. I hope you've realized by now in this episode that it's a trick question because they're all equally important. You can't put more focus or weight on one over the other because something is gonna break. And you can see here with what I've discussed, because I didn't even have an opportunity to go all the way down in, in real detail with every single piece of this, but you can see already with the high-level overview that I provided to you that each one has a lot of moving pieces within it. And that is why not one of these is more important. And too often what I end up seeing is that we have placed way too much emphasis or effort and focus around one piece of this one face and the other pieces are left hanging, which means that you have a broken system, right? It means that 
these are three phases that work together in your customer's buying journey, your customer actually doesn't buy all the way through, or even worse, you're spinning your wheels trying to find more and more customers because you are not able to actually make as many sales and help as many people as you would possibly like, simply because one of these areas in your model is broken. So I hope this was helpful for you. Let me know if you have had an aha moment over on my podcast page going and grab your show notes and over there you're going to be able to leave me uh, a voice message or you can again tag me on social media let me know what was your biggest aha moment as you were listening to this and let me know what you're going to be changing as you're designing your three phases of your customer buying journey hey if you're listening to this right now and you're wondering how the heck do i keep getting more and more of this juicy great stuff and actually start personalizing this for me in my business, well, you're in luck. I help my students and my clients inside of Sales Mastery Society. The doors aren't always open, so depending on when you're listening to this, the doors may or may not be available for you to join us. But I'm hoping that if you're interested, you're gonna go ahead and click the link below so that you are able to find out when the doors open next. Thanks so much, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe and leave us a review in case you haven't had an opportunity to do that. It allows us to help so many more people if you are able to share and let us know how we're doing in your neck of the woods. And if you haven't already joined my waitlist for Sales Mastery Society, my exclusive community where I share way more information like you've been enjoying here on this podcast. What are you waiting for? The doors are going to be opening up soon and I am super excited to be celebrating your success next. You could be just like some of my clients inside of the community where we have been celebrating brand new clients, $195,000 in sales in two days, being able to exceed incomes left behind with jobs from being a professor and all other kinds of wins that have been so, so amazing to be able to celebrate. Grab your seat. The link is below and we will see you on the other side. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time. Thank you.